in the market for affordable home improvement products, Eubin Building Supplies carries those high-quality building materials you need. Whether you're a homeowner, DIY handyman, landlord, or contracting company, their store in Dyke, Iowa has everything you need to get the job done right the first time. Their in-store builder showroom is designed to make the selection process easy. View samples, discuss options, and then take a few samples back to your home or office for consideration. Eubin Building Supplies is dedicated to getting the job done right, and their friendly experts will help you find exactly what you need to fit your lifestyle, home decor, and budget. Go and visit their Dyke showroom at 635 Main Street, or call 319-989-2222 to see, touch, and feel the latest styles. Home is the starting place of love, hope, and dreams. Hi, this is Tiffany Ash with People Savings Bank. Whether you are purchasing a new home, looking to refinance your current mortgage loan, or looking for a flexible home equity line of credit option, now is the perfect time to give PSB a call. Ask for one of our dedicated real estate lenders to learn more about getting you and your home on the right track. At People Savings Bank, it's all about making the right choices for you. Locations in Wellsburg, Cleves, and Dyke. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Roll blue. What is going on? My name is Tad Brace, joined by my co-host, Travis Kiewit. What's happening, Travis? Another great day. It was a good day today. Nice, chill. Yeah, December 1st. Yep. Razzle-dazzle happening as we speak. Yep. Are you a winter guy? I, you know, I like it for I about 10 minutes. I think we've talked about this before, but. I really, I love fall. I love fall, and I like, I like summer, springish. Springer, <laughs> I like the when it's not right. boiling hot, but um, but winter I like for about ten minutes, and then it's then I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm not much of a winter guy anymore. I used to kind of like it, but I, I just don't like the coldness. This is gonna sound dumb, but I do like the challenge. Every once in a while, driving in the winter, you just kind of keep you sharp. Oh yeah, yeah, you got to make sure. And for uh, you, yeah, driving bus, you don't want to, but. You do stay sharp. Yeah, it's unfortunately a challenge that you got to take on. Yeah, I, I haven't had a. I don't. On my route right now, I have one bad spot that gets kind of rough. Um, but when I was uh, driving in Hudson, oh man, I had a good two, two and a half mile stretch. That was um, the year of the polar vortex. It it was on the gravel. Honest to God, it was one lane i mean it was two tracks and that was it and um i don't know if you ever rode those like cars in uh adventureland oh yeah like like you can turn the wheel but it, it's it's on it's on tracks you're you know like you way. think you're going you're doing something this is kind of the same thing in the bus you just you got in those ruts and it would just take you and you just held onto the wheel and you know is you go whatever you know it save speed but you weren't getting out of it <laughs> oh, oh, oh. and thank my lucky stars i never 
past anybody. Like nobody was coming because we would have been, I don't know what we would have done. And it was four or five feet deep on both sides. One lane. Cold. Super cold as well, obviously. Holy smokes. That was. Do a little white knuckling. Yeah, that was, that, yeah. I don't like it. a lot. Of, and a lot of people, like I try to recruit bus drivers. Obviously, we need some. Um, and I always talk to them. But that's the first thing they say is they don't like to drive in bad weather. So I try to not. And on, and honestly, you don't drive a lot. You know, there's, you know, with on one hand of days that are actually like, you know, like, hey, I don't really want to do this or this is really nervous. But I mean, the other 175 days. So I try to tell people. Right. You know, it, 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 and, and you're not going to get sent out in something that's, you know, right. that's that bad. So. And that's just something to kind of keep in mind when that time comes right, and right yeah otherwise i'm not a big a huge winter guy I, you know what i get geared up for like the first time i get to take the snowblower out i get kind of excited right. for that after that i'm kind of over it yeah it's not something that i'm like yeah you'll like it more now that you're um your kids are getting a little older you probably like i i really enjoyed it with my kids we would always go to the big hills and sled or you know do whatever but now that they're all I'm like, eh, okay, I guess I yeah. don't need all this snow. <laughs> I like I like doing it. Um, I, I do like that, but it was, you know, pulling your kid up the hill so many times when they can't really carry the sled for themselves. Oh, it gets old yeah, after it gets, a little bit. It's a workout. But it's fun to see them excited about it. And right. Kaylin asked me tonight when the first snow was going to come, and I said, hopefully not for a <laughs> couple of weeks. But December 24th? Yep, exactly. So, but, I do like snow on Christmas. Elf on the Shelf made its appearance, though, Uh-oh. this morning. So, Elfie was discovered. We're good, though. Yeah, that's the name? Elfie, yeah. Elfie. Very creative. Yeah. Ingenious. Um, I think ours, uh, when we had one, uh, when it would come to visit, I think it was Jingles. You should mess with, with like, Taylor <laughs> Marley and just put it, like, <laughs> start, yeah. put us places, like, in their dorm or... <laughs> right. Put it in the car seat. Yep. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Uh, well, uh, you know, we've got an abbreviated episode tonight. We have Tony Norton coming in to join us. Um, with Razzle Dazzle and everything else going on, it's kind of hard to get people in at, at this point. But we are expecting a full lineup next week if we can make that happen. So uh, stick around. Enjoy Tony's interview. We're going to talk a little wrestling when he gets in here. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, we had a Twitter poll. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. What? And, and so I voted, but, but what? And I, <laughs> I voted and I, it was early on. It was early in the voting and it, I made it, well, my vote made it 50-50. And my vote brought and, it up a little bit. I was, my side was down a little bit. I'm going to pull up the results right now because. And so a couple of weeks ago we had a, a random question for our superintendent, Justin Stockdale, and the question was, um, what was it exactly? Do you do you like to mix your Thanksgiving? And I'm not saying just like pile it on top of each other, right. but like, do you like to do you let it touch and then kind of eat eat a little bit as you go from each thing, or do you just have to eat one individual side and then right. keep it all separated? And, and and you were on the mix side. Yep. And I was on the sep separation side yeah and i was kind of surprised by these results okay so and, and i don't i don't know them because i voted and i, I actually forgot about it until just now I, I thought my stance would be 
like overwhelming? I thought it would, but I was on way under. Really? Yeah. So 61.1% said uh, keep it separated. Duh. Really? Yeah. And uh, 38.9 said let it mix and enjoy. So, so you know, 60 40, huh? I, you know, I'll, I knew only, I was right. We only had 18 votes. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, really 16. Cause yeah, 16 because we, uh, joined we both in. Voted. But yeah. we cancel each other out. We do. But you know what? If you do have, think of a random question, though, and you want it to be asked, send it in to one of us. Yeah. And we'd be happy to do what we can with it and, and make it work. That's and, funny. I think, am, am I undefeated? He, you are undefeated in polls. And I thought this was going to be my opportunity to maybe like, not necessarily even the score, but get off the schneid, you know, I'm like, I'm not doing so hot, but no. So that's what I got to live with. Hmm. I was going to ask Justin when I saw him next and I haven't seen him in a while, but wow. What did he count at his family Thanksgiving? I think we were going to do that. Yeah. I almost took a picture and sent it to you guys. Did you? Of my, because I, I went right, I, it was completely separate. And actually we had, um, we had the thing with. The separators? Yes. It, okay. w- it was already, so it was pretty easy to do, but I went from one thing to the next. I yeah. didn't bounce around or anything like that. We and, had separators at ours too, but it's a huge, huge Thanksgiving uh, on my wife's side. My, my folks, unfortunately, were under the COVID uh, weather, so they had to. We had to kind of cancel that one for now, but they it's a huge Thanksgiving, and they had the separator plates, too, so yeah. a bunch of babies. I, well, obviously, you're in the minority. I'm the minority. I'll, I'll take it. I'll Thank you, it. Loose Change Nation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get another poll up here in the next few uh, weeks and see what we can come up with. Maybe I can finally get off the loser train or something. I don't know. Well, you are a Twins fan. <laughs> okay, now... Reineke Construction is a family-owned business right here in the DNH School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction, remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Reineke Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at reinekeconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at 319-239-6256 or r-e-i-n-c-o-n-s-t at gmail.com. Reineke Construction. Measure twice, cut once. All right, we've got Tony Norton joining us in the studio tonight. Tony, how we doing? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Another two-timer. Yeah, no problem. And I appreciate you making uh, time for us tonight on the razzle-dazzle evening here in Dyke. Yeah, did you get to sit with Santa? The extravaganza. No, I didn't quite make it up this year. Um, just got done with practice a little late, and the girls were busy, so ran home real quick and saw them off, and voila, here I am. Here you are. 
There you go. Very nice. Well, just because uh, <laughs> some people might have not have tuned in to the first time you were on here, can you go ahead and give us a little background information about yourself, Tony? Yeah, well, I mean, I've been teaching here at Dyke now for 11 years already. Um, fourth grade, I had taught third, excuse me, third grade the first year. Uh, I taught at Iowa Falls for 10 years prior to that. Third grade, all 10 years there. I've um, been coaching wrestling for a long time now. I think this is my 20 fourth year as a head coach and I did some assistant coaching jobs and some little kids wrestling so about 28 years of coaching wrestling um yeah I don't know graduated from Clarksville way long time ago holy cow it has been a long time (laughs) graduated college from from the isn't isn't there a place in Clarksville that makes like some phenomenal like potato salad or uh what is that no it's a uh Open beef, is that? No. Well, actually, you're both right. Um, One of the restaurants is well-known for their potato salad. That's Doc's. Doc's, that's right. Doc's. And uh, it's it's very good. And then the other restaurant. So so, so on Doc's, do you order it off the menu, or is it? Pretty much, yeah. Like like you can go in and say, I want a hamburger with potato salad. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's that's pretty common. I'm guessing it's homemade? Oh, I think so. I don't know who it is, but it's good. Somebody, I just know that some uh, some of my wife's family members will pick us up a container of it and bring. Oh, it really? Home. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty solid. Like a, yeah, I love I potato salad. I do too. Like a gallon of it, if you want to, that'd be a lot of tea, potato salad to eat at one sitting. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Like I don't this, know if I'm gonna do that, but uh, I think you, it's pretty good. You might be able to put yeah. it all down at once. And I'm pretty particular with the potato salad. There's there is definite a, a definite difference. Oh, a hundred percent. Anytime we go to like a. Uh, buffet and stuff like that. I always try out the potato salad, but I don't always agree with it. Yeah. But there is, I mean, there's a legit difference. Yeah. Very good. And that's at Doc's, huh? And that's at Doc's. Okay. And then the other restaurant, like you said, is known for their yeah hot beef. But they both have hot beef, so that's that's on Wednesdays, Wednesdays only. But that's a that's a good meal there too. Both of them are Wednesdays only. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, because you could really switch that up and maybe make some. Or going for your buck going together, or I think yeah, I think there's a little battle going on there. So okay, so I went up one time. Uh, we had a in service one of the first days of school. And we went up there for lunch. Which one did we go to? I think we went to Pete and Shorty's. Pete and Shorty's. Okay, that that sounds familiar. Yep, and that's that's who kind of started the hot beef, um, and then uh, they had a huge salad bar. Back, I think that's when you went. What, did, well, did you get the hot salad bar then? No, so this was. This must have been three years ago. Yes, pre-COVID. We, yeah, it, yes, but it was not there. We were oh, we were severely ago, disappointed. Yeah, you're right. I remember now. We we're severely disappointed, so we end up getting because you recommended getting the half. Yes. Because the the salad the salad bar, bar is enormous, and there, you know way you could eat all of it. And we got up there, and I think you were going to order the half, or you noticed that. The and it's like a homemade buffet. Oh yeah, it's awesome. It wasn't there, and so you started asking questions, and so then we switched from a half to a full. There is something about a good homemade buffet too. Loaded oh, up all the good stuff. According to, to Tony, I mean, this is like real crock pots, and oh yeah, I mean, I mean this it, stuff is. I think it's just a bunch of older ladies in town that get together yeah. and say, "Okay, it's Wednesday. Let's go to town and see what we can chef up." And yeah, got some ladies that can cook in town. That's that. awesome. Right, we should do that here. That yeah. is awesome. A slice, have a little, yeah, hot beef and yeah. just homemade casseroles and okay. 
random stuff, but yeah, we went this this year too. A few of us, I know Chad Bixby, Will, uh, Ryan Gart. Um, there's like four or five of us that went up, and this year we went to to the other restaurant, Docs, the one that has potato salad, and they have one. I think we said one Wednesday a month, the top beef. One Wednesday, it's a hot turkey, hot pork. They kind of rotate. Oh, so we had a turkey day, and that was pretty good too. And then they have a, a salad bar also. Um, it's not quite as diverse as uh, as Pete and Shorty's, but it's still pretty good. So does Pete and Shorty's, is it up and running? Um, the salad bar, do you need to call ahead or? You know, I'm not sure. I haven't haven't been that way for yeah. since the summer, I guess. Do you like your girls and do they have they been up there with you before? And Yeah, they usually get um, something different, of course, you know, but. Oh, yeah. I, you know. But, they can't right. listen to dad. No, dad doesn't always talk about. It. <laughs> well, what I'm, I'm, I got to stop you there though because Tony's not exactly. Um, y- your taste buds are a little off as well. Mine are right. I think everybody. No, else no, no, no. <laughs> like pretty particular. We, yeah, yeah, we yeah we won't get into it. But there's you thought I was bad. Tony's like like cake balls. He ain't touching them. Yeah, I don't. Really? Yeah, they're. And you don't like steak either, well, do you? No, not really. You're a hamburger guy, if I or chicken or something. No chicken. No chicken. Yeah, no chicken. chicken. Yeah. Nope. I'm... And like birthday cake. Yeah, I'll pass on. Yeah, that. see, it just there's some weird. Do you like so, ice cream? Um, yeah, like Four Queens is that's kind of a hot spot. The girls like going there. You know. So what about what about pies? I don't remember last time I had a piece of pie. It's would would you time. eat it though? I mean, well, if there was nothing else there, I probably would eat it. But I would. So no pumpkin pie. No apple no. pie, cherry, pecan. So what did your Thanksgiving look like? Um, I had I like turkey and mashed potatoes and gravy and corn. You know, green bean casserole stuffing. I like all that stuff. Just yeah, I don't know. I like sweets. That's what's weird too. But I like, yeah, like pie and yeah, cake. Yeah, it's not, I don't know what it is. You didn't like throw up on it or no, nothing like that. Just just you just the texture kind of thing. Or? I, I honestly I don't know. I just yeah. I wish I had that problem. So what's a sweet that you like? A sweet that I like. I mean, will you eat a candy bar? Yeah, like a Snickers or a That's Milky Way or something. To. Yeah. Milky Ways, I'm not real crazy. I know you kind of like them, but... I do uh, like Milky Ways. I would eat it, but it's not my least favorite. My least favorite is probably Three Musketeer. Oh, man, you're Uh, killing me here, man. So I'm with Tony, but I'm with Tony because I'm cheap. I know what you're going to tell me. And it's fluffy. Yeah, that's right. And I honest, this is bad, but I actually look at the weight of the candy because I want the most bang for my buck. Oh yeah, and a Three Musketeer is fluffy, and you don't quite get that substance. Yeah, that's true. So, M and M's, I like them too. Well, I know, yeah, I know you're a Pepsi guy. Too much Pepsi, yeah, I know. I oh gosh, that. yes. Uh, my yeah, students are always up. like, well, I get hooked up all the time because I have students. Well, last year I had students that uh, were in Mr. Norton's class that also rode my bus, and here comes the can of Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got too. a couple. I actually have a couple sitting in my <laughs> my uh, refrigerator in my office right now. They love that though. Got to keep Mr. Keywood yeah, happy. That's yeah. what they always say. Yeah. Take one today, or a piece of candy, or yeah, something. No, that's the, 
<laughs> Much appreciated. I have to laugh because um, my kids will come in and I drink Diet Pepsi. And they'll see a Diet Pepsi on my desk or something. They'll be like, you know, Mr. Norton only drinks Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've The fully leaded stuff. I've, yeah, I've right? seen it. <laughs> so, well, why don't we go ahead and jump into it here. Uh, wrestling practices. And you guys have had a competition now. Uh, tomorrow night. It's actually our first night. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. First night. And is that West Delaware? Um, that's on Saturday. That's it's our Saturday. Tournament. So tomorrow night we wrestle Denver and Sumner here in, in the gym. Oh, nice. Yeah. How's the season looking up so or looking so far? How are you feeling about everything? If you give us a little preview, yeah, looking um, optimistic. Um, we have a long ways to go. We've made so much progress in the last thirteen days. I know that, um, but certainly uh, nowhere where we need to be just yet. Um, I think they're getting ready to wrestle somebody other than you know their partners that they work out with every night. So that'll be good too. Just kind of just kind of see where we're at. You know, Sumner's got a pretty nice team. I know they got a full lineup. Uh, Denver is traditionally very strong. So, how are the numbers for you? Um, good. We're sitting right about twenty nine, thirty kids okay. in there. Um, so, we don't have a six pounder right now. It doesn't look like, but other than that, we should be able to get most of the weight classes classes filled anyway. So, and do you know, putting you on the spot here, a breakdown of senior, junior, sophomore, freshman, or uh, are we heavy on the upperclassmen, um, get- lower classmen? Pretty well balanced. Okay. I think we have six seniors, um, but we have some first year seniors um, that oh, just cool. kind of giving it a shot this year, which has been which has been good to see too. Um, Cole Graves has been, you know, he's the the lone senior that's been out for all four years. Um, but we got some kids, like I said, just some seniors that are just trying it. Um, Aiden Biscardi, uh, Gabe Scorney has been wrestling, you know, off and on too for the last yep. couple of years. Um, Armando Munga Chavez is a senior. Um, we got a kid from GR. Tom Smith, that's never, never wrestled before, and you know looks pretty good too. So, so what? W- to me, personally, I think wrestling is the hardest sport to do. W- what would make somebody as a senior go out, you know, and and try it? Just, you know, or what does he say, or do you know why? I mean, why why would you wait till you're a senior? I mean, besides just saying, you know, I I want to try it. Well, other than the coaches, you mean. Well, that's obvious. I mean, that's that's a slant. Well, that that's what I'm wondering is why there well, had to be. I did kind of ask the kid from GR. It's like, man, you know, you're looking really good. I said, right. What, what made you finally decide to come out? He goes, Well, I heard wrestling practices were pretty hard. He said, and I love a good workout. So, oh, there he was, and he's like I said, he he's a hard working kid. I know that. So he's been doing a really nice job. Cool, very nice. Um, do you do you feel like at at this point that you have? Uh, any particular weight that you're really looking forward to seeing compete right away or? Um, really all of them. I mean, like I said, I'm just kind of excited to see where we're at. Um, <clears throat> like I said, in the room, you know, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. It kind of gets to be a pecking order like in any sport. Um, so just kind of see. I mean, obviously Nick uh, Reineke's, you know, defending or returning state place winner has looked pretty good. Uh, Zach Edelman has looked pretty good. Pretty good too so far. Um, Will Texter kind of sticks out. Caden Buskell sticks out. Cole Graves sticks out. You know, Jake Reichs as a freshman has done a nice job and made a ton of progress. Um, Lucas Ragsdale's a returning letter winner and, you know, he has ups and downs but is, is consistently going up, I feel. Um, Ty Deering is another one that I think shows a lot of promise. 
um, real athletic kid, and is catching on to some. His brother Antoine out, yeah, as well. Good. Yep, Antoine's out and had a pretty tight wrestle off the other night. Um, ended up losing, but you know he's right there too, kind of in the thick of it. Um, got a couple kids from GR that'll be in our lineup. Good. Um, so should be should be fun. What um for those of the people out there that aren't uh, familiar with wrestling and stuff, as far as the weights and stuff like that, um, you know, obviously you're not going to cut to where you're going to end up. Um, are most people in that position right now, like wrestling up a weight? Or they, I mean, and what is, there is an allowable, give us, give us that little background there on, on how the beginning, because I know it's a little different. Yeah, it has changed, especially since like when I was in high school. You know, we, um, like body comp testing, every kid that wrestles now has to be body comp tested, and they give you a minimum weight class that you can wrestle. So, like, for me, for example, if I weigh 175 pounds um, and they do the skin checks and or right. body comp checks, and, you know, if I have 16 or 18% body fat, it'll tell me my lowest weight class that I can wrestle might be 152. Right. And then it'll say, okay, so each week from the time of the body comp test, you can lose X amount of pounds. Oh, wow, it gets so, that specific, yep, huh? Yep, so it's a gradual rather than a crash like it was, you know, back in the right good old days now is that um is that something you have to follow i mean is there somebody checking this or is everybody on their own but you know obviously the best interest of the wrestler well when you punch in you know like the weigh-in sheets um so like say i wanted to go to 152 my first week um if my descent plan we call it won't let me it, on the weigh-in sheet, it won't let me go down to, to 152. Oh, okay. So I might be able to get to 157 that first week. So I'm a 160-pounder. Right, you still are wrestling because you got to get to that weight in order to wrestle that weight. Yeah. So even if you're a pound over, you have to go up to the you're, next you're one. You're up to the next one, which, okay. is, which is pretty pretty good. Um, and I think the coaches around the state have gotten much better um, at the weight cutting. And, and, you know, I shouldn't even say cutting anymore. It's more of a of a – science a little more of a diet right and and putting good stuff in your body rather than the pepsi colas and the snickers and the milky ways (laughs) right and then just running it all off and right just trying to heat it off yep and you know that's what we encourage getting another workout in if you're trying to take some weight off you know drinking tons of water um you know the last day it's a little bit trickier because water i mean if you drink a pound of water it still shows up as a pound on the scale um but it obviously comes off a lot easier um right so, yeah, there's, like I said, just educating the kids is, is a little different. Than, yeah. Do you guys, uh, like, sit down with a nutritionist or anything, or is this more you just, you know, y- your knowledge passed on to them? More my our knowledge. We probably should get a nutritionist involved, yeah. you know, just kind of. And I didn't know if, like, the state maybe, you know, put together a, a slideshow or something with, you know, some doctors and stuff and. I think you're on to something and just uh you know just to Do educate because i think even as parents yeah you know or anybody you know in just the public right you know would be interested in just exactly because you know back in the day wrestling did have a bad name yeah you know as far as you know wearing the plastics and three layers of swim or of sweats yeah yeah being in a, a room that's 85 degrees and you just keep running and running and running until you know the weight comes off where those days are long gone now yeah. and it's like you said it's more of a science and i think that'd be interesting to get that's a good idea to have somebody so my, so my guess is then is there i knew that there used to be an allowance after the holidays am i 
correct when I say yep. that? Yep. Do they still have any type of allowance after holidays then, or how does that work? Yep, after the first of the year. So say my minimum weight class I can wrestle is 152. Uh, if I have made 152 pounds or under prior to January 1, then I get two pounds after the first of the year, so I can now weigh 154. If I haven't, then I still have to make the scratch weight, they call it, at least one time before I can get my two pounds. So if on January 15th we have a duel and I haven't been down to 152 yet, I can still weigh 151.7, and then that classifies me as a 152. So the next time I weigh in, I get two pounds. Hmm. Now, um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were talking about that you can take the two pounds, you can take the weight at different times. Is that not? I, I wasn't following. I didn't understand what they were. Um, is there a one time, like once you do it? I Yeah, once you take your two pounds and that says you can't go, that you're not going any lower than that weight. Okay, maybe that's what it was. So let's say, you know, you're, and I can't even remember the 170, mm-hmm. but you could go down to 160. But right. if you go to 170 and then take your two pounds, you can't go down to 160 then. You're done. You're, that's that, that, that's the lowest you can go. You can, go. Yep. can always go up. but You can always go up. Okay, maybe that's what they were talking about was when you take that two pounds and, you know, can you get to that next After, weight class lower? As soon as you take those two, then you've... Yeah. What do you... Um, do you, Is there a philosophy on that? Um, I mean, obviously yeah. you kind of know, you know where somebody could get, but right. is there a time where you just say, take it? I kind of leave it up to the kids, you know, usually by after the first of the year. Um, and it's usually the kids that are trying to go on to the postseason, you know, and if you got a Spencer Lee in your weight bracket, sure, you know, you might want to reconsider that weight, maybe go down a weight. So that I think that's kind of why okay. they do that. So, but that'd be about the only reason why. Right. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't really sure on and just the allowances and with you, how you were talking about the body mask. Uh, I wasn't sure how that would kind of stack up with the new rules compared to, I guess, how long has that been in? It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while, I think. Um, at least 11 years since I've been here, I know. Um, so seem like they does somebody me. come in or do you guys go somewhere? Yeah, we have a guy come in and he, you know, does it. He uses skin fold calipers yep. and measures every all the kids. And you they have to have some big calipers for me if I was a wrestler. I, <laughs> they got to even pee in a cup, make sure they're hydrated before they step on the scale. Oh, wow checks and make sure that they're not dehydrated by looking at their urine and measuring it and then huh. step on the scale and then he uses ours uses the calipers and right punches it into the program through the state and it tells them what you know whatever weight you can wrestle so not a whole lot of kids go down to their minimum weight class honestly most right. of them are okay up a little yeah. bit, which is good right uh so in the past we've talked about how you kind of became a wrestling addict with your family and and things like that. Now that wrestling is really kind of taking off and with the girls sports, uh, girls kind of venturing into that, what are your, where do you, what do you like to see about that? What would you you think about that for Dyke New Hartford in the future? I think it'd be great. Um, You know, a couple years ago we had quite a few girls that were interested in wrestling and we kind of had a plan put together. Then, and I don't blame them. They got a little nervous about, well, am I still going to have to wrestle boys? Well, you know, maybe. I mean, right. it's not a sanctioned sport just yet. Um, I do think we're real close. I think next year it probably will be sanctioned. 
you know, the University of Iowa has now added a women's wrestling. Um, I see just today Cornell, Cornell yep. just added women's wrestling. So now I believe we're up to 11 colleges just yeah, in the 11, state of I, Iowa. I did see that. I think Wartburg was. Yep, Grandview. Um, there's more and more all the time. I think Nyack, if I remember right, or maybe it was Waldorf, was the first one to, to have women's wrestling um, back when Anna Pointer was going through you know, a few yep. years back, if you remember her. And um, Why do you think there is such a surge um, in women's wrestling? Well, I think the Olympics have helped a ton. I mean, getting those guys... You know, just some publicity and, and seeing. Yeah. And you know, I know I'm biased, but I think wrestling is teaches you a lot more than just the sport of wrestling. You know, teaches you discipline. Oh gosh, yes. And hard work, and you know, just everything that kind of goes with it. And you know, I women or girls can be pretty dang tough, right? Mentally and able to do a lot of that stuff. And you know, I look at that little Allie Jabrock that was the first state champion over there from Ackley, and and she was tough. I mean, right. it didn't matter. She competed mostly against boys. Um, and then when she did get to compete just against girls, you know, she did obviously a state champ. But I think it's just getting to be more and more popular and more and more opportunities for girls, um, which is which is great. Right. So if uh, if a young girl comes up and she's struggling to kind of get into it, she wants to do it, and what would you give her for words of encouragement? You can do it. You know, right now we have Madison Teal on our team, and, and this is her second year doing it, um, and she's she does a great job. Um, you know, the strength-wise, when she's wrestling against boys, makes makes a difference. Um, but like I said, hopefully, hopefully next year, I think we're getting pretty close, and with the addition of the wrestling room getting getting built starting here in March, I think we'll have a little more capacity and a little you know bigger room, so we could hopefully get some more girls that are interested and and do that. Very cool. Yeah, that'd be kind of nice to. I mean, it, it, it's a uh, because I always thought in the winter time, you know, as far as the athletic side of it, mm-hmm. it was it was basketball or nothing. Yeah, you know, and this is another avenue for for girls and you know an opportunity there. Yeah, I I, I think it would be there. Um, I know I talked to Coach Cavalier about it too, starting maybe at the junior high and you know just kind of getting the ball rolling and just kind of introducing. And I get it; it's scary. For a girl, for anybody, uh, yeah, um, you know, just to, to dive in and try a new sport, and like you say, you hear a lot of the the negatives also right. of the sport, um, but it's it's there's a lot more to it than than what a lot of people just just see. Right. Well, and I think the state of Iowa is a perfect place just with the history of wrestling in the state. You know, Iowa is a nice place to do. Do you know if are there any other states that have sanctioned girls yeah. wrestling? Yeah, or that, you know, maybe are a little bit further than we are? I think the majority now have, of the states, now Do have they really? sanctioned wrestling, yeah. Wow. Um, we're kind of behind the eight ball, believe it or not. Huh, I, do. I wouldn't have never thought wrestling. that. Yeah, that yeah. does surprise me. I mean, you, yeah. you just how, with how popular wrestling has been, especially in the last right. decade or so, you know, it seems mm-hmm. like it's exploded. Um, but, yeah, that's that's very cool. So if someone's debating whether to come out for wrestling for your team, Tony, and you are trying to help them understand what it's going to take, what two or three components would you tell them that you're looking for in becoming not not necessarily a state champion, but a, a productive member of the team? You know, just do the things that we ask, like any coach would ask. Um, you know, try your best, work hard, and then everything else kind of falls into place. Um, 
you know, like I said, even those new kids that we got, boys that are out right now, you know, that's what they've been doing. And, you know, I know they're going to take a few lumps along the way just because of experience. But, you know, same thing with the girls. The girls will be competing against kids. A lot of girls that, you know, don't have quite the experience that a lot of the boys have just yet, too. Um, so, like I said, th they'll be fine. It's just taking that initial that initial plunge and getting your shoes right. and, and stepping into the wrestling room. That's that's hard. And right. I, I do. I get it. So. Yeah, and tomorrow is going to be <laughs> it'll be a tough one. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm assuming Denver's still up there as well, and yeah, I and some of Fred. Too, and so. I mean, those are two good, two good programs. Program, and the and for that matter, the NICL is it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough overall for an entire conference. <laughs> I mean, it's every it night out, you're you're taking on somebody, and everybody for the most part has full lineups, <laughs> and you know, there's a few that struggle a little right. bit but in general they're pretty everybody's pretty well put together oh yeah it's a good conference that's for sure <laughs> well tony before we let you go here let's talk uh fourth grade for just a few minutes how's the yeah. year been going so far good we had a good group of fourth graders this year you know they put a smile on our face most every day and and uh kids are working pretty hard and getting right after it they're getting excited for for christmas like like all kids are so I always tell my kids not as much as the teachers are. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of funny because you just get done with Thanksgiving. You're like, oh, well, I think uh, at our house we counted 16 days. I think until the break again. Is so. that what it is? Wow, I don't know where it goes. It goes time goes yeah. by so fast. It, well, yeah. I'm sure, especially kind of this time of the year for you, it's like really kicking into gear as well with wrestling kicking in and yeah, the girls are doing basketball and you know club season starts and it's like. Hang on. Here we go. <laughs> so have you, have you had to deal with any construction issues your way? or? Um, well, most my room's mostly done. Um, you know, but that it's coming. It's looking pretty good. You know, the office and the elementary is still under construction some. You know, Tom's still trying to get into his room. Um, but How are the kids taking it? down there no big deal i mean yeah because i know at least uh you know tad and i are in the new hartford campus and mm -hmm. there's construction guys everywhere you know they're walking here they're walking there they're doing this you hear these noises that and you know are the kids pretty here resilient. on the camps campus yeah. here just they're just kind of go with the flow like okay yeah this is what we're doing today oh <laughs> sounds good oh my lights don't work today oh now they're back on Never mind. <laughs> just like, okay sounds good <laughs> that's kind of like that's a lot like what's happening in new hartford at first you know the construction workers and the students would they'd provide ample space for each other in the mm -hmm. hallways kind of stay right. away from now they're just like walking side by side right. and just kind of yep. go with the flow and yeah they're one of the group yep absolutely <laughs> they're excited about all of it though so that's that's good very good it should be very and you good. guys um is that are they doing the floors or something i can't remember what's yeah the, the hallway you, floors aren't done yet yeah because your classroom itself really is is done. I mean, it's. Yep. I got like one or two ceiling tiles that they got to put in yet, and that's about it. But I know the hallway, or there's, you know. Yep. They got a few things they're they're fixing up, and you know, like I said, the floor isn't. Yeah. I, I don't know when that's scheduled to be done. To be honest with you. So. Yep. Good job for you. Yeah, give me something to do in my free time. <laughs> yeah, do it over break. <laughs> I probably could. Whip Come that join around. us. We'll. Or at least I'll be here. We can <laughs> yeah. work together on that project. Yeah, maybe we can go to Pete and Shorty's or Doc's for beef and <laughs> potato salad. Yes, <laughs> I like it. I'll enjoy maybe that. Maybe you guys stop at each place. You get the 
All right. Or the open face beef, and then go get yourself some potato salad. All right, we'll go. Uh, best of both worlds. Yeah, we'll go like at 11 to 1, and then, or 11 to 1 place, and then we'll hang out there for a little bit. Yeah. Maybe go to Harry Woods and, and walk it off, and then come back at 1 o'clock. Boom. Time for potato salad. Time for potato salad. You got it. There you go. That's a good plan. <laughs> All right. So, Tony, you ready for the random question of the day? Sure. To wrap it up? You bet. Okay. Uh, lately, I've been on kind of a survivor kick. I've been watching the older seasons. My daughter has survivor. been, too. I started at season one a couple days ago just because I'd never... It was on Hulu, and I'm like, I just want to see it. Just I couldn't remember it. You went all the way back to the beginning, huh? Holy cow. It's crazy. I, I'm only going to... I'm going to bounce around like one, seven. Sure. You know. But anyways, if you were <laughs> dropped off on a deserted island, how huh. many days do you think you could make it on your own? Do I have any tools or anything? I, like, like okay, are you on the show? Um, let's say you have like a a hunting knife or whatever you want to have, and you've got fire. Oh, I don't know. I'd, well, hopefully, I wouldn't run across any honey badgers. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> just a hunting knife. <laughs> but I, I think I could survive for a while, even on that particular diet. Even on that. Well, you're a fish guy, yeah, though. I like fish. He's yeah. all into that stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure I could find some berries or a couple coconuts or something to chow down on. I don't know. I might be a little ornery because I wouldn't have any Pepsi. But <laughs> plenty of salt uh, water. Plenty of salt water, yeah. I bet you I bet you. out of the three of us. Oh, he's going the longest. By, it's uh, not. In a long shot, too. So I mean, a over, long way. over under a week. Oh, I'm over. Oh. I, two weeks, over under two weeks. Oh, I think I'm over. Okay, I, I was, I was gonna initially guess three weeks. Three weeks for you, I, for him. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I think at least twenty-one. And I, I thought depending I was on the month. Well, and depending on the know. setup, it could be even longer. So, do you watch? Have you ever heard of the show Naked and Afraid? I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Okay. I've never seen Survivor. And, to be honest with you. It's, well, thanks for being honest. But. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, but so they have, I think it's forty days or. 20 days or 40 days, they have a couple different versions of it, but it's, you know, you think you get these people that think they can do it, and they're with, like, anacondas and everything else, and they tap out pretty quick. I think I might be in that boat. <laughs> are you talking about Naked and Afraid or Survivor? Naked and Afraid would be the one that I think is Survivor, I would get more upset at the people. I agree. That that would take me down before... Yeah, that would me too. Before me just giving up. Yep, I, I think so too. Naked and Afraid... I have seen uh, like a couple of those episodes. No way. I don't think. I don't think. I mean, that's because they don't just drop them off. In, uh, or are in they a, really? I mean, are they really roughing it though? Let's. Is this one of those shows that? Right. You know, just makes it is there other like ten producers and cameras right around? You know, right next to them, and they say, "Okay, jump in this water and, you know, swat a couple mosquitoes," or do you think it's legit? Well, I'd say. To a degree, it's legit because at the beginning you can see how much, like, what they weigh. You know, right. obviously right. their bodies and they shapes, do those. change dramatically. Yeah. I don't know. It's how long about how, what about you, Travis? How long could you make it if if we're if it's just like a solo, yeah, just like stranded uh, on a deserter, like that desert Tom Hanks? Island. Yeah, yep. Which I've never seen, but Castaway. Yes, you've never. Home. Yeah, I've never I seen it. Be though. Surprised? Don't be surprised. But I I think I could last a few a few weeks. The only thing is. Is I'm totally out on the fish and anything that swims, mm. so it'd have to be. And I'm not a real big coconut fan, 
Right. I, obviously, I would learn probably, but that would be my biggest struggle. Would I don't think that when you're in that situation, you get a choice of what you like. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, where you drop me off? You drop me off on an island on with a, no greenery, on, and it has to be a fish. No, I'm just saying, uh, does that or can I island? And do I have the option of cutting down bananas and stuff? I'll give you that option because I like you. Yeah, I, I could handle. I bet you I could do it for a while. What about like Alaska? In the summer. Alaska in the summer? I, I don't know. It's not deserted, but you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm saying up in the timbers and I something like that. I, I, w- like I would like it. I almost, honestly, I think I'd do a better job there than on a deserted island. Yeah. Like in the cold? Yeah. Oh, no, not in the cold, but like a a nice Oh, like boundary Alaska waters. In the, yeah. Yep. Yeah, see, I've done boundary waters. Piece yeah. of cake. Yeah, me too. I've been there. Although I was told that uh, I went with another guy because he wanted to basically go solo, which is what he did because I was no help. Um, but he had he had they had gone up every year, and for some reason his buddies couldn't go, so I joined him. And he said that the week we were up there was the best ever for mosquitoes and big horse flies, and we had none of that. And so yeah. now I'm nervous to go up again because. I've been told that experience is the best, and he's been up there quite a bit. And yeah. he says, "Man, you're just fighting them off. You you can't sleep at night. You got they're just all over you. They're attacking you." And we had none of that. I mean, it was be- absolutely gorgeous. Were you fishing? Did you fish? No, Tricking I didn't. Tricking some fish? No, no. And so that was the other thing was no, and we were the only people without fishing poles. Okay. And that's the first time he had ever gone without. Because I said, "I'll go with you." Said I'm not gonna fish. That you can do whatever you want. I'll hang out in the canoe and whatever I whatever I do, take in the scenery. But he said nope. So we just went on like long day trips, cool. with the hieroglyphics and yeah, things I like that. The mosquitoes. They were like the size of sparrows when I was up there. <laughs> <laughs> you could see them coming. Oh my gosh, they were huge. I was, but yeah, it was fun eating well, huh? Yeah, they were. And so, how about you? Oh, uh, I'd Did say we come, I I I think I could do. I think I could do two weeks. See, I'm going to be a realist. I'm going to say 10 days just because I... Are you saying that we're not real? I'm saying a realist for myself. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm saying 10 days is probably... Uh, I, th- I, I would think and be pretty confident I could do 10 days. After that, I could probably get a couple days, but I'm not really sure. Right. Uh, mentally, you know, you get to a point yeah. where you start talking to trees and stuff like that, I would be thinking... <laughs> Right. Do a little Tom Hanks with a. Could you make fire if you had to? (sighs) See, I don't know. Could you make fire if you had? If it went out, could you recreate it? Well, I don't know. Some people make it look so easy on those shows, and then others, it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I I don't think. I don't think people like us. Could do it. What's that supposed to mean? People like us. We don't have wilderness skills. I mean, <laughs> Tony might have a little more than we do, but I just yeah. don't. I, I, you know, I'd be pounding t- those rocks together. It takes me three weeks to grow a goatee, man. I'm kind of <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could or not. I, I guess I've never tried. Well, we'll Honestly. go. Out, we'll go out to your farm sometime, and yeah. you know, what we should do is we should do um, a test. Like try the different options like on YouTube and then try to recreate them and see which one works. Because yeah. I remember when I was with the Cub Scouts, we did um, 
What's oh, that, that was a long time. It ago. was a long time. What's that thing called? Either one of you guys? Cub Scouts, Weebelows? Yeah. Boy Scouts? There was a, a thing you went, like a two-day... Camp Iwa- Iguanas? Something like that? Yeah, but it was a it was like a test. Like it was a competition. You had to earn rocks, and uh, you had a sled. It was in the wintertime. Really? You had a sled. Gosh, what was that called? Well, I don't remember that. I, I did a rod. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's something like that where you you had to read a map and you had to go to these places and at each spot there was different tasks. Like one was um, we you had like somebody that was hurt and so you had to bandage them up and then get them across like a river and you had to work together. Um, another one was um, uh, orienteering, understanding the compass and stuff like that and trying to find things. And one of them was to start a fire. Oh, so you oh camping trip is what you're calling it. <laughs> what was? I don't know. I, I'll at what some point I'll remember. Not tonight, but um, but anyway. So we had to make a fire. And we had you know you had a certain amount of kindling, and you had um, uh, like a piece of rope mm-hmm. with a stick, and you had to try to get the heat, and then it would. It was a. It was a challenge. Yeah. Did you get it? So I did it two years. I don't know why I did it two years. Usually only do it one, but I did it two years. The first year, uh, I was like, I was not the leader. And we kicked butt, but we didn't get all the stones. Like there was 50 that there's like, I want to say there's five different Mm -hmm. things and you got 10 each. And so it took your time plus your stones and that's how you got. Um, And my first year, we were really super fast, but we weren't very efficient and the second year, I was the leader because I had done it the year before, the only one. We got all the stones, but we were slow, slower. Well, if you're in the wilderness or on a deserted island, you got, that's all you got is time. Yeah. So you could yeah, but you had to be fast on this. Hmm. What was that? You had a sled. You had all your materials on it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I, at some point, I'll think of it. <laughs> Sounds but good. It, it's not know. gonna. It's not gonna be now, though. It's not tonight, huh? It's it's not tonight. It's too late. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little frustrated. He's got razzle right dazzle on his mind. Yeah, dazzle uh, razzle. <laughs> all right, Tony. Well, thank you very much for stopping in tonight. Uh, good luck this wrestling season. We're excited to see what you guys have up your sleeves. And me too. It'd be fun. That's for and sure. Good luck tomorrow night. Thank you. The Dyke New Hartford Booster Club is established as a support group to encourage parent and community participation and to raise funds to enhance and expand the academic, social, and athletic programs that are available to each individual student at Dyke New Hartford Schools. The Booster Club feels strongly that parent and community involvement during the school year can be a key to the success of our students here at DNH. Please consider helping our students by becoming a member. Our Booster Club website can be found under the Parent and Community tab on the DNH homepage. Thank you for your support and roll blue. For this abbreviated episode of DNH Loose Change, we know uh, we know it was a little shorter than normal, but we had a lot of things going on at this point in time. Uh, Travis and his 
wife and everyone working at Razzle Dazzle tonight, and I was out with my family at Razzle Dazzle as well. Um, kind of leads me to our first pitch. We'd like to thank the communities of New Hartford and Dyke for always doing everything they can to put um, great, great activities together for our communities. Um, and they all tend to benefit our school-aged children and their families, and um, gotta love it. New Hartford does a great job. Dyke does a great job. And uh, together, it's it's a lot of fun to participate in both of them. Yeah, I know. And um, New Hartford's bet was back in October at the Fall Festival. And um, they've always got a lot of things going on. And then the wintertime, the, the community of Dyke has the razzle-dazzle. And, and they always do a nice job as well. So There's an Easter egg hunt. Both both towns yep. do a nice Easter I mean, there's just a lot of great things. It's funny to see... You can always get a kick out of it, especially, you know, both of us being in education and you seeing students out at these things, you know, whether you're in New Hartford or in Dyke, especially the young ones, they kind of look at you, you know, and they're like, wow, you're not at school. You, <laughs> you have a life. How, how you have, you have kids, you, <laughs> you do something else besides teach and drive the bus. And, uh, it's kind of funny. And then tonight, uh, I was up there helping out, uh, my wife and, and Katie Slack, who, they run the merchandising for the booster club and they we had a booth up there and and um we're selling merchandise but uh, i was up there helping them tag um, some clothing and there we had some uh, bus riders kind of go by and, and we were right on the corner up there in the community center and right next to us was um the cake balls by Susie. oh boy which are delicious and i do have to give a shout out to uh uh, Susie Woodley. Oh, absolutely. She um, she hooked me up. What'd you go with? So I so I got uh, vanilla and red velvet. Okay. Yeah, and those they are. Oh my gosh. Does does she make a like a vanilla straight like chocolate on the outside, vanilla on the inside, or vanilla vanilla or? It's vanilla vanilla. Yeah, oh, I think that's nice. how you tell the tell them apart. Okay. Is if it's white, you know, then it's vanilla. We, and... we went straight chocolate and then mint chocolate while we were there. Oh, really? Mint yeah. chocolate? I huh? love mint. See, I'm not a mint fan. Yeah, it seems like either you love it or you hate it. I I feel there are way too many. We are mint overload society. Like when you go to buy gum, you can get peppermint, you can get spearmint, you can get winter mint, you can get fresh mint, you can get what they'll make a word up and then add mint to it. There are so many <laughs> options of mint. Yeah, so, I, I mean. So many, yeah. and I'm a cinnamon guy. And you're rising up. And I'm getting pushed out. Yeah. Like, cinnamon gum is hard to find now. But I, I have seven, eight different options of mint. Yeah. I I can see that. But but I, I do, I enjoy mint um, sparingly. Like the Girl Jun- Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. The Thin Mints. Mm, I like those. What about Junior Mints? Nope. I'm out on Junior Mints. Those are... Those rank up there right with Almond Joys. Oh, really? And Mounds? <laughs> I didn't... They'll get rid of, they'll get rid of whatchamacallits, but they won't get rid of Almond Joys. Or, I've never I seen somebody... I've, I I make it uh, a point to, anytime I go to Quickstar or anything, Casey's, I'm always looking to see if somebody's... I've never seen anybody buy an Almond Joy or a Mound yet. Yeah. I yeah I know, I that's one do you, of those you purchase them, uh so <laughs> or do you get them out of the when they get them at, at Halloween? That's kind of where I get them. Like, I my go to is usually Three Musketeers or Milky Way. Those are my two that I really like. But I 
like if someone sets them out on the table at Halloween or something, I will plow. I don't know why I don't buy them because I'll plow through those things. Do you like uh, snowballs? I don't know if I've ever had one. You know the. Are they like the hostess thing? Yes, yes. I've seen them. I I don't think I've ever had one though. Hmm. Uh, no way. You know, I talking about. But, but, sweets, any, but go ahead. So going back to my story of of uh, the bus riders and stuff like that. So we were right around the corner from uh, Susie's uh, cake balls, and so I mentioned to the kids, I said, "Hey, those cake balls would make a nice uh, gift for your bus driver." And <laughs> <laughs> they. Tried to kind of put two and two together, like, hey, wait, you're my bus driver. And I just kind of smile, like, yeah. <laughs> and then you give him a little wink, like, yeah, that's right. Well, and so then I go back to tagging clothes, but I'm looking over to see if something's been purchased. And I, I think I was over. Over. Which tonight. is fine. That's okay. Yep. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, that's good stuff. So. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And you, your wife and Katie Slack and, and you guys. Like you said, when I ran into you earlier, you kind of go from one place to another to yeah, this and that. And it was busy tonight, Ed, you know. But then, you know, your wife and Katie as well holding up the fort. And yeah, they do an amazing job. They do all the ordering, and um, and I know they just got an order in tonight, in fact, right before this. Um, we work with Iowa Sports Supply right now, and they're doing a really good job. And Katie and, and uh, Teresa both do a great job with, with that uh, – Booster Club merchandise, and we appreciate everybody that um, purchases it because yeah. all the money goes right back to our, our students here at DNH. We uh we went through there for some Christmas presents, so oh nice, some good ways to do that as well. Very cool. All right, well that's gonna do it for this episode of DNH Loose Change. We will uh, have some cool interviews next week, and uh, see you soon.